Hello, this is The Redesign, the very serious podcast in which we create the ultimate versions of everyday things. I'm Tom. I am Eric. And so our last project was Horse Racing 2.0, which I thought was a, a serious game changer. Um, we had some, shall we say, uh, uh, rapid unplanned disassembly issues uh, with our horse and, and four goat racing units. That's That seems uh, messy. I mean, it, it, I, I don't want to dig into it, uh, okay. but it's still a still a work in progress, and I think we've proven that the idea uh, has legs, if you will. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yep. Um, still got that that horse in the race. Um. So you know, uh, we'll keep an eye on that. But I think, as with all of our projects, we can we can uh, claim that as a, a success. Yeah, I am. I am behooved to do so. So our next project uh, was suggested by Blair. Thank you very much, Blair. And we've assembled a roster of industry professionals and stakeholders to ensure a very smooth development process of this very important uh, project. Uh, in the past, I think it's fair to say we've touched on a number of issues around being a homeowner, um, but have never really uh, dove too deeply on the exterior maintenance portion. Uh, so yes, I am talking about Lawnmower 2.0. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. So <laughs> right off the bat, I mean, obviously the first significant issue is uh, clearly power, by which I mean not what powers the lawnmower, although I think clearly we need to get into that, but literally the the ability of the mower to mow. Right. Like I just yeah. I just want this thing to uh, basically destroy everything before it. For and sure. so, uh, you know, the, there's certain uh, requirements around torque and rotational velocity that I want to make sure we're, we're meeting. Yeah, you, I mean, when you want to mow, you just want mow. Exactly. So I think um, where conventional lawnmower 1.0 uh, falls down is that it doesn't... <laughs> one, one point mow. Doesn't... Um, you know, there's there's not that consideration baked into the design of the product in that you might encounter, um, you know, a, a, a rock or maybe a, a slightly submerged tree stump or something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and usually that's that can cause danger. You know, the, the rock might be flung out of the lawnmower or the stump might like actually impact the blade and cause it to to break or stop. And obviously that's very dangerous uh, yeah, for the yeah, lawnmower user. So I'll get, I, I guess I'll just put this out there. What, you know, I think obviously scaling the motor up um, is is one way to solve this. But mm -hmm. but I'm interested to to get your input. Uh, so we can the 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 thing that lets a lawnmower succeed is like I think a, a function of both the the power of the motor, but also the hardness of the blades. Mm -hmm. um because you know it, it's it's kind of like a weakest link thing like it, the lawnmower is only as strong as um the the strongest part of it or the weakest part of it i guess so mm -hmm. uh if you got blades that are that are made of like you know cheap metal or you know heaven forbid plastic or paper uh that wouldn't work out too well but um I think I think yeah, finding the the hardest material. I guess I guess what like diamond blades, mm -hmm. diamond coated blades. Uh, that could be a thing. Um, but also, I mean, uh, immediately when we started talking about lawnmowers, I I went straight to lasers. Um, you could have like blades made of beams of of laser beams. 
perhaps mm-hmm. maybe maybe with like a, a mirrored inner so like you have the the ring that sort you have the the blade in the middle and it's like a, a laser and the mm-hmm. laser spins around really fast yeah um as a as a lawnmower blade might and then um the inside of the like the rim of the thing that protects uh that protects everything outside the laser is like mirrored on the inside so the laser just kind of bounces around inside and creates this like spinning uh web of laser beam that that is just like uh, yeah and then it just kind of obliterates everything in its path I like this because I think it, it addresses um, the issues that I just raised. I mean, obviously, it's just really going to neatly sort of um, sear the the grass off at a uniform height. Mm-hmm. But also, if it encounters a rock, um, it's either just going to melt it, or or again, just neatly cut through it, depending That's on right. the on the yeah. uh, on the strength of the laser, which obviously um, the the most. Yeah, the most strength <laughs> yes. of, of laser. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's that's very good. And I think, I mean, that that certainly touches on, on the those problems of, of uh, conventional blades not being up to the task of, of mm-hmm. mowing literally everything. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I like um, that. Yeah. Like a, it's, a, it's a universal solution that, that um, it's very versatile. Mm-hmm. I wonder if so you this, could you could apply it to something else. Like you could. Well, this is exactly what I'm thinking. I mean, this this has become uh, less of a lawnmower and just sort of a mower in general. <laughs> yeah. Um, you could use it to you know clean the sidewalks, to to clean the streets. I think it's you know oh. we've we've actually just opened up a, a sort of much larger use case than than I was expecting, which is amazing. I, I just had this vision of of people using it to. Um... To make ice sculptures, which is a very stupid idea, but but I just like the idea of of taking a laser powered lawnmower and uh, just like sh- shaving, shearing ice off off mm-hmm. a block of ice, because it mean, seems like it would be the most effective way. Yeah, I I don't think there's such a thing as as a stupid idea. True, and that's def that's definitely not one. I mean, right now, uh, ice sculptors have to use like chisels and hammers, yeah. which just seems you know yeah. sort of crazily um, labor intensive. Why Absolutely. why would you do that when you could use a, a laser mower? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, that's very good. My mm-hmm. my only concern, I guess, is is some kind of uh, heat buildup within the the laser right. chamber. Right. Yeah. Um, and and also uh, alignment of the laser itself. Mm-hmm. So if you've got this laser that I assume is is you know spinning at something like three thousand RPM, mm-hmm. um, just decimating my lawn. <laughs> I yeah. my my concern is if it it gets bumped slightly, and you know I I can't obviously ensure that the the uh, interface of the ground and the chamber itself is is going to be sure. perfectly aligned at all times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm wondering, you know, what's 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 the safety cutoff in this case? I think I think that we need that in place to yeah. uh, to ensure concerned uh, consumers that that we've thought about their safety. Yeah, um, I guess like the there's like uh, the 
the bounce factor you know like if if the laser loses a little bit of energy every time it bounces inside the rim mm. um that it, we could be able to maybe detect that somehow i don't know how we would do that yeah. um yeah I've, I've actually as you say this and saying uh, detecting a bounce factor i mean the the technology we we have it it's in our phones we could just put a gyroscope into the lawnmower oh yeah yeah so if it yep. if it detects that it's not uh, level or or uh, tilted slightly, obviously, um, yeah, the the laser would be shut down. Yeah, and also like I wonder if you could um, if we're already we could put in like a mechanism that that actually um, changes the alignment of the of the spinning laser uh, as you go. So, um, mm. but we could also we could also like have something that is looking down at the ground. And uh, taking measurements of like the the shape of the ground underneath the the apparatus, um, and then potentially we could like make micro adjustments to the laser as it spins, so that it kind of follows the terrain based on what it's seeing. That's very good. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's pretty sophisticated. Yeah, I know, but I like you know we we have again. This is this is not new technology. This is just mm-hmm. applying existing tech to to a problem that obviously people haven't haven't thought about enough and uh yeah I'm, I'm really on board with that yeah for sure um i think the the only other thing that i might want to introduce as a as a safety mechanism is you know how um if you're on a, a jet ski they have those sort of uh, wrist straps if you fall off it, it oh, like yeah. pulls it pulls a key out basically mm-hmm. and immediately stops um, I think there's there's something to be said for that because as we're talking about this, I'm I'm kind of imagining, especially with the the sort of gyroscopic, uh, 3D vision version yes. of this that we're talking about, it would almost have to be self-propelled. Right. Yeah. The uh, Roomba Roomba style. Yeah, and I mean maybe you want as with self-propelled lawnmowers that exist right now. Uh, you're you're still going to be walking behind it, just sort of mm-hmm. surveying the I see, I see. the effects. Yes. Um, <laughs> but you you do want that uh, that cutout. So if you if you you know trip over a, a what was formerly a rock and is now a small pool of magma, um, right, right, yeah, you, you definitely want the lawn, lawnmower to stop. Yes, absolutely. Uh, like I'm I'm thinking about uh, this like um why why have it be if we're okay so the beauty of lasers is i mean there's there's a lot to say about lasers but um one of the beauties of it is that it it doesn't really matter how how big the thing is like a laser is just a laser it's not like more material that you need to build something out of Mm -hmm. so i mean i wonder if if you could just like have your lawn and then around the perimeter of the lawn you have one or more laser emitters that just does a sweep of your lawn Hmm. Uh, so like you you just like um get first step one is like get out of your lawn and then step two is just flip a switch and it's all calibrated based on you know what what you know about the shape of your lawn and then it just it just like does a it's like um I guess watering your lawn with one of those like sprinklers, those automatic sprinklers, except this is just doing a, a lateral sweep across all the blades of grass on your lawn with a laser. Mm. Then, I, then you'd, it's like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it I, becomes, I, it be, becomes kind of like um, one of those, uh, um, 
like a, a laser burglary trap system, except instead of detecting things, it's just <laughs> clean slicing through them. I mean, let's not rule that out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think uh, the the idea of a laser sprinkler is very good. Mm-hmm. But if we also tie that into a security system, hey, um, you know, there's there's something to that. It's I, I think people really appreciate like a, a dual purpose uh, technology. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So and it's like, I guess um, I was going to say you, you could just like set it to low power for the grass and high power for the security uh, measure. But I mean, why, why, why have low power for grass? That doesn't make any sense. Just like, yeah, just set it to giver. Yeah, that that's just making it more complex than it needs to be. Exactly. When really, it could yeah. just be uh, the blast. same the same power for everything. Yeah. 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 So uh, I think I mean, you by sort of like inverting the idea of of a lawnmower, um, that's very good because it it sort of you can do it all in in just one fell swoop, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, which I like very much, but I think there's there's maybe other aspects of of lawn maintenance that um, maybe lend themselves to being more conducive to having sort of a, a I, I guess a traditional lawnmower a housing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So just just let me throw this out. Like uh, one of the things that 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 I have to do as as a person who uh, has to mow a lawn is think about you know like edging up to. Uh, like flower beds and and that kind of stuff oh, yeah. and you know there's there's tools specifically to do that to make a really nice edge around your beds um and as as per our usual uh modus operandi on this podcast mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. why not uh you know make make a single tool to do all of the things that that formerly required a lot of equipment absolutely yeah so what i was what i was thinking was i think right on the uh Right on the edge of the housing, you could basically have, um, I mean, potentially another laser, really, mm-hmm. or some kind of uh, aiming mechanism that that like opens up into the chamber and just sort of shoots straight down to uh, to make a really really nice yeah yeah clean edge yeah exactly oh that'd be sweet like an like an arm, I mean it could be an arm. Uh, or just sort of a, a lens that's mounted on the side oh, in a way oh I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would be very interesting, because like, okay, because like the 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 blade, uh, the the laser blade, on the inside is, um, spinning like horizontally per, uh, parallel to the ground, but to make the edge, mm-hmm. uh, uh, right. So if you're, uh, I'm trying to think, like, do are we cutting also parallel to the ground, or are we like trying to do like a vertical edge edge thing? Or or both, yeah. I mean, it would have to be a bit adjustable, I think. Yeah. Um, but it's it's definitely like more perpendicular than parallel to the to the normal operation of the laser blade. Right. Right. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, yeah. No, that that sounds that sounds good. I'm just wondering how the so is it the is it just leveraging the the laser thing that we already have in the bottom, or is it just or maybe it's like a a separate auxiliary laser tool well i mean since we're talking about this i think i mean you you went to uh robot arm which i love i think Mm -hmm. that's that's not a solution uh deployed in enough uh situations when obviously it's It's, such a a, such a good solution it's very canadian too for sure it's it's got that patriotic factor which i love Um, robot arm 
Um, but but while we're talking about combining a number of tools, I think the um, there's there's certainly something to be said for other uh, gardening and horticulture tasks uh, that might really lend itself well to a, to a robot arm uh, that that has like a separate laser on top. Um, so I mean, edging beds we've we've covered mm-hmm. off. I think that could definitely be a robot arm with a laser. But but you know there could be other things well, like being uh, able to being able to like trim like uh the ends of branches and stuff that's exactly uh, it that would yeah. be sheer genius <laughs> so yeah exactly uh pruning uh shaping bushes into amusing shapes um yes. i think these are these are all things where we we want that more uh dexterous uh ability to sort of uh point a laser very precisely rather than a a rotating uh chamber right like uh yeah more of an edward laser hands Mm -hmm. kind of deal Mm -hmm. yeah can you imagine that how that movie would be different i mean a lot shorter (laughs) yes yeah yeah definitely um yeah so like how does that how does that work how does the the more precise version of this obviously it's not going to be spinning because that's dangerous. Yeah, that's that sounds super dangerous. Um, <laughs> um, I guess I guess actually we're coming back to um, a bit of the laser sprinkler uh, idea, but more in the in the sense that it's like those those uh, infrasound dog fences that you can set up. Because oh. I think if we've got this laser arm, obviously we we are actually talking about a bit of a Roomba situation where we just leave the lawnmower to right, yeah. to do its job. Yeah. Uh, but we don't want it to to like run out of the yard and and uh, go on a on a on a mowing rampage. <laughs> sure, so yeah. we need to contain it, obviously, within the yard. And so I think the the sprinkler uh, sort of form factor uh, can come back into play in terms mm-hmm. of uh, just planting little little uh, units around the perimeter of your yard, so this thing knows where to knows where to mow, knows where to prune, and knows where to oh, yeah. uh, stop doing both of those things. Yeah, definitely. Um, but like you need, you need, um, the way I was picturing it is like you have the, the laser units, you know, kind of attached to the edges, to the perimeter and it does all the work from there. But, um, to, to prune, like to prune a hedge or to like trim a hedge, you kind of need all the, the angles, right? You need the, like, you need to come at it from all different directions. So that suggests a more, a more like, um, articulated kind of thing. So, so, uh, I don't know if you were thinking robot arms for that, but, uh, I well, know. I mean more certain, like, like a central, uh, mowing unit with the arm and then, right. Oh, oh, okay. I, yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 It's like a little, a little Wally style, like thing with, with arms and lasers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we'd need a, a quasi-complex uh, sort of machine vision set up on mm-hmm. this because it would need uh, binocular vision to to yes. uh, scope out the the contours of your yard. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And like you know, the the whole this whole concept is is bringing a an unnatural sense of order to uh, a very natural process, um, the the growing of mm-hmm. plant life, and it's very haphazard and and subject to a number of forces that that we we can't predict so um yeah you need to you whatever device this is needs to be able to um take take the chaos of natural 
um, natural growth and, uh, and, and take it down, take it down a peg. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Show who's boss. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think so. This this is maybe the the last uh, nut to crack in terms of lawnmower two is is what is the control schema uh, for for this device? How do we tell it? You know what we what mm-hmm. we want it to do before turning it loose? Yeah, um, I I so I initially imagined this being like I mean with a Roomba you you kind of just you just turn it on and it goes and like so I I, I imagine you just stepping out there there would be like some calibration process that would that would be required mm-hmm. but um ultimately it's just you know you you make sure that your loved ones and yourself are off the lawn uh and i guess <laughs> neighborhood kids you you would have to get them to get off your lawn uh and then you would just you just flip a switch and then the the lasers would go the the um the little robot guy would go and do its thing so it's kind of a a a self-learning device in a way yeah yeah it's it that seems like the future i think you're right i mean i obviously you don't want to involve a a lengthy setup process i'm just thinking um you know and i i don't know that it needs to be complicated but thinking about how to define the the oh yeah uh, the yard height or bush uh shape or what right, have you that i right. wanted to to work at true true um well uh, uh, i mean if if this is a kind of a suburban setup um i wonder if there there is a a pecking order to the style that you trim your hedges so if you want to you know keep up with and or surpass the joneses you would have to um you would have it take stock of what other hedge shapes are are in fashion right now and you could try to be um you could try to follow that or be a bit more avant-garde with your your own so that you would stand out Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there's a social element, um, at play. If you want to, you know, compete with your neighbors, uh, try to be the most fashionable in terms of your lawn and hedge care. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe there would be some kind of directory or, or like, like a lookbook, um, where you would like look at what the seasonal trends in, um, in, in flora are, mm-hmm. uh, and, and then just be able to have it and then have it kind of like you know, be able to do that up for you with your own stuff. So what this suggests to me, uh, that, that I think we've touched on a bit already, but that I really, really like is, is the idea of involving, uh, machine learning. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I think we could do in this case is, is have some aspect of, of lawnmower 2.0 that actually like, uh, crawls, uh, Google street view in your neighborhood. Oh yeah. And, and can like recognize what the, uh, what the dominant style is. And, and to your point, um, I don't, I don't know if you've seen that sort of, uh, selector on like a riding mower that goes from like turtle to rabbit. Right. Yeah, no, I have. Yes. Um, exactly that, but, but for a style. So on, on one side of the dial, it would have like uh, normal, and then on the other end of the dial, it would have like avant-garde. Yes, uh, yes. which I think I mean the icons for those are are obvious, and then you um, uh, could just could just you know stand out or, or sort of fit in depending on on how stringent your your neighborhood or or homeowners association might be, and and uh, yeah. 
just just turn it loose. And I think what's nice about this is that it it works uh, very nearly immediately out of the box. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes. Like you would have to, I mean, tell it where your where your hedges are and like I guess how how high they are and and. But I mean, it should be able to figure that out using computer vision and stuff. I, w- and I then, would think so. Yeah. yeah, and then you just cross-check with uh, with the database. And uh, yeah, Bob's mm-hmm. your uncle. So I think uh, actually something that that uh, is maybe one of the the last pieces of this of of figuring out this this new uh, product is is the first run experience. Hmm. Um, because I think, uh, to your point, there's going to be, um, there's going to need to be an opportunity to, to clear out of the yard while this thing is running. Yes. Um, but I want to make sure like, it's really obvious, uh, that it's about to start mowing and, and that you need to, uh, leave the premises. Yes. And so I think, um, part of, uh, part of what we did previously with with rollerblades 2.0 that I like very much <laughs> is having an an auditory alarm yes, uh, yes. when it's in operation, and I I think we could use something very similar here. Yeah, yeah, um, you, we could go with the yelling, <laughs> um, as as was very successful in our previous product. Um, also, like we could we could just make it make um, the a very loud, um, constant sound of an internal combustion engine like maybe a small mm-hmm. one um and it could just do that and and it would i i mean that's a sound of summer really if you're in the suburbs um that's that is a a a very characteristic sound of um of you know it's a nice day out you hear you hear the mowers going and uh you, why should your why should your your yard be any different Mm-hmm. No, I, I think that's very good because uh, that way, say if you're you're in your house and you open the door and hear the lawnmower engine uh, simulated noise, yeah, then you know, oh, I, I better I better stay in for a bit longer. Yeah, and th- and the war- so, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm I'm just thinking like exactly for that f- when when it's ready to mow, I think we need some kind of almost a almost a countdown. Yes, I was. I, I think I I think I'm on the same page as you exactly. I have to imagine there's some sort of like activate or or yeah. mow button that that right. starts the process and mm-hmm. you know it starts scanning your yard and and spinning up the laser um but you want to have ample time obviously to yes. to get inside or to to uh you know leave your yard for the duration of of mowing yes so i i, I don't know what that sounds like perhaps oh, um so i know exactly what that sounds like all right no, it sounds like the it sounds like someone pulling a ripcord over and over again, and so you get you get like you get it, it and it's 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 pulling the ripcord of a of a an, like a lawnmower that is you know a few years old and it just doesn't quite work the first five or ten times, and so when you when you start hearing it crank, that's that's the signal, and the, and the fun of it is uh, you don't know exactly which crank is going to actually turn it on. So you, you hear the, the first couple of cranks and then you're, you're just like, you, you got to run, you got to get back inside. I really, really love the fun aspect of that. Like yeah. it's, it's sort of a game, like how, how long do I have? Yeah, exactly. Um, which is, which is good. And I think, you know, as, as sort of a fun game, every mm-hmm. time you're mowing your lawn, that's, that's very nice. I'm wondering if that, um, 
is is enough uh, notice. I was thinking actually more of like a um, very loud uh, descending slide whistle kind of noise. <laughs> yes. So as soon as you press the mo button, it it starts uh, very very high. Right. And you have, you right. know, like, I don't know, 15 seconds or, or 30 seconds to to vacate the area. And, you know, um, it's it's like that classic cartoon uh, bomb dropping. Like noise. an anvil falling. For, yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, yeah, no, that's that, that would work really well, I think. Mm-hmm. It, it's it, it's it, it's a perfect mix of um, foreboding and uh, cartoony fun. Exactly. Um, so I think I mean I'm 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 feeling very good about this. I think the only sort of last piece uh, is is uh, the marketing, and I think I mean obviously if you've seen this in operation, it sells itself. But mm-hmm. if you're if you're in your local uh, you know hardware store or or what yeah. have you, and you see this thing all sort of boxed up, uh, what's what's the what's the sell? You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, there's there's a number of uh, play on words that, that involve mo, um, like like mo- Motown, um, mm-hmm. mo mo bro. I mean FOMO. I fear think of missing out on mowing. That's very good. Yeah. Um, I do. I do like. Uh, I think the 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 sort of tagline that you've just suggested, which is "Welcome to Motown." Yeah, exactly. Motown. I love that. There you go. I wonder. I wonder if we want to touch on the the use of lasers in this product. Oh though. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The the laser. It's like um, ah, it's like a light 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 mo mo mm-hmm. mo light laser. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. there's there's something there. Uh, there's something. There's something. Um, yeah, laser laser cutter. This is a thing that that already exists. Yeah, that's a bit on the nose. Even. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe I. You know, this is this is a problem for for uh, the the marketing department to solve. I don't know that we need to crack this nut after after Blade, doing all the hard work. Of, blades of glory. I don't know. There's there's something there. There's, there's something. I, I like it. Yeah. It's somewhere. So I mean, well, I, you know, we'll see. We'll see what uh, what those guys come up with. I think. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. that's their whole job. That's why we pay them the big bucks. Absolutely. We've we've done all the hard work here. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think we've done it again. I'm I can't wait. I'm not a huge fan of of mowing my own lawn and just seeing this thing out there. You know, uh, wrecking shop on my grass. I'm 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 so excited. Yeah, yeah, kicking grass. That's also a very good tagline. Let's note so, that down. Yeah, yeah. Let's so, uh, giving your lawn a, a good grass kicking. If there are things in your life that need to be redesigned, we want to hear about it. You can find us online at theredesign.design or on Twitter at theredesigncast. Uh, if you think other people might enjoy this extremely serious podcast, please share it or leave a comment or rating on iTunes, which helps other people find us. Thanks so much for listening and we'll catch you next time.